It is 20 hours past midnight. And as always, we are wondering if you got the locale on that quality stank this evening. Of course, while it has moved addresses as of this week, it exists in its full, funky, natural, aromatic state at Drop Central on the fourth night of the work week on GFN between 8 and 10, with this sampled and amped Thursday evening put down in the living room of eternity as October 22nd, 2020. This is Dano. It was written by me, in fact, on the mic from Studio 2 GFNHQ in downtown Gwangju. How do you do? Tonight, we welcome an old friend at a new address, as with the new season, we have moved our sampled and amped Wednesdays with Dan Lloyd to Thursdays, although nothing major or substantive has changed in the format. Therefore, we'll still be wafting the latest soul, funk, boogie, and deep cuts in Hour 1, then welcoming Dan, the drum lord of Malarkistan, after we hit the top of the clock again. For our sampled first hour, we mostly have old-school cuts to peruse this evening, although there is a pair of very new tunes from Kelly Finnegan and Yola to check out as well. But before we do anything tonight, we got to put on the monocle, open the scrolls, and breathe in the dust for our tight, or today in great and heavy tunes feature here in part one, so you don't just walk around like some kind of starry-eyed child thinking that everything that hits your ears is the newest, coolest thing ever. And we also have a bit of a surprising factoid to note after we listen to this tune. But that's enough with the neck noises, microphone expectorations, and other such verbosity. So here, with more funky punky monkey junk than a punk and a monkey working on a rubbish removal team, is The Drop.
the Drop begins this evening officially as our nightly game of radiological mirrors kicks off the first quarter. Dano here bringing the stank for our sampled funk and soul first hour at our new chronological and radiological address here on Thursday nights. And for those of you just joining us, our sampled and amped funk and rock night has moved to this night Thursday from Wednesday. And this is our opening foray for the season tonight. Dan Lloyd joins us as per usual after 9 p.m. No big changes in the format, just the change of the night. That was our tight, or today in great and heavy tunes, feature to commence things this evening, which was a standard bearer from The Temptations during the good old days before David Ruffin and Eddie Kendricks left the group, and that was I Can't Get Next to You, put out on the Puzzle People LP from 1969. Now, this is something I knew before, but it's still mind-blowingly puzzling for me. I mean, speaking of puzzle people, it was on this date in 1999, 30 years in fact since this album was released, that The Temptations went platinum for the first time ever, officially selling the one millionth copy of their 56th studio album, Phoenix Rising. Of course, you don't have to be a huge music buff to know that The Temptations were a massive act in the 1960s and even far later than that, with a total of four singles that went to number one on the Billboard charts in the United States and 33 others that entered the top 40, but they never sold one million of any full-length album until this date, 21 years ago. Now, every time I read this fact, I don't feel like my eyes are seeing right. I swear. However, true story. You can look it up. Now, before moving along, remember, if you want to get in touch with us and you are local, meaning here in Korea, it is pound 9870 However, that route is going to cost you its 50 won for a regular message and 100 won for a longer one. We recommend social media. That is an easy way to do it. It's free and easy. Come straight to my personal phone, and it is available worldwide, of course. That is at, or Golbengi, as we say around here in Korea, GFN The Drop. And the show is available in podcast form, courtesy of Transistor.fm, for free. And you can look that up after we go off the air. Each weeknight show is posted by the time we go off the air here on GFN. Up next, we'll keep it mostly in the motif of David, Eddie, and company. And on deck, we got classics from Brenton Wood, Cornelius Brothers, and The Gentle Giant. But we'll talk on all of these side opposite the booms and the bips and the dips. This is The Drop with Dano on your sampled funk and soul Thursday night. People all over the world are shouting in the war. And the band bleed on. Can't dig it. You know, 
Drop reassembles this evening on our very first sampled Funkin' Soul Thursday night. What's going down, Drop Gangsters? Yorobun, Anyonga Shimnika. 
Dano here, making sure the light is on and the bills are paid from Studio 2 GFNHQ, and we are amidst the funk and soul right now. Dan Lloyd brings the rock stars and smash guitars after 9 p.m. tonight. Let's recap that triumvirate of old-school gems we just bopped. Up first was Brenton Wood with Oogum Boogum Song. This one appeared on the Oogum Boogum Man LP from 1967, appropriately enough. This tune was written by the artist himself under his true name Alfred Smith, peaking at number 34 on the charts at the time. The song has also appeared in several movie soundtracks or OSTs as we say in Konglishi, and has been sampled three times by other artists more recently. The Cornelius Brothers and Sister Rose were after that with Too Late to Turn Back Now. This was originally released on the group's label in 1970 called Platinum Records, and I mean the label they were signed with that later went defunct. However, after the group had a hit in Treat Her Like a Lady in 1971, this was re-released in 1972, becoming a massive hit, going all the way to number two on the Billboard charts, beaten out only by Bill Withers and Lean On Me, which took number one. Tripping Out was after that. That still kind of croons away below me by Curtis Mayfield. This one that still plies its trade very well in the modern era was released in 1980 and has since been sampled 10 times, most notably by Camp Lowe on their Uptown Saturday Night LP from 1997, and even by indie vocalist and singer-songwriter Rye back in 2013. Now to close shop on part one this evening, we got a pair of tunes I'm not sure how much we'll get through because they're both very extended cuts, but up first is Renee and Angela with a sampler's delight in I Love You More, and we'll close with a bottle of Evelyn, the king of champagnes and a joint called Nobody Knows. We'll catch you for the slow roasted portion of tonight's meal after a quick break, but for now this is the drop on your sampled Funkin' Soul Thursday evening.
You're listening to GFN in Gwangju and Yasu. All you need to know about what's happening in Gwangju, Jeollanam-do, and Korea. Get your latest news right here on GFN 98.7 FM in Gwangju and 93.7 FM in Yasu. Traditional markets are the bridges connecting traditional culture with new experiences in people's modern day lives. Mudeng Traditional Market has endeavored to boost themselves and move a step closer to local residents. Come visit the Mudeng Traditional Market and truly inhale the scent of the community. What is this? The bus is being used in the same way. Oh, 
함께 배려하면 함께 행복해집니다. 공익광고협의회 With you. 
on the drop tonight and into the second course of our nightly radiological feast. Dano here keeping the funk alive on our sampled and amped Thursday evening. Still minty fresh here in the new season and kind of hard to remember. I have really gotten used to sampled and amped Wednesdays, but we like the new address. Dan Lloyd joins us to blow a couple of amps and talk the rock and or roll after 9 p.m. tonight. We just rocked a pair of tunes ourselves from Yola, so let's go to the notes on what just subsided. That was Yola featuring the High Women, a.k.a. Brandy Carlisle and Cheryl Crow, amongst others. Now, I said featuring the High Women, but the Grammy-nominated Americana artist Yola is also an honorary member of the group. 
Not only did she perform with the supergroup during their live debut at last year's Newport Folk Festival, she contributes backing vocals to several tracks on their self-titled album. It turns out there were some extra recordings captured during the sessions for the High Women LP, and this tune was shared on October 9th as a bonus single to benefit Music Cares and the National Bailout Collective. Now, Yola was after that all by her lonesome with Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. This is an Elton John classic, of course, that is obviously no easy bit of vocal or other lifting on the music part, which appeared on her solo album from last year called Walk Through Fire. Very interesting artist. If you liked what you heard there, we definitely recommend checking out more of Yola's stuff. Now, continuing along tonight as we inch closer to the amping hour on this first Thursday debut, we got cuts in the queue from Chicano Batman, Kelly Finnegan, and Duran Jones to check out, but we'll talk about all the noises by making verbal noises grunt-free side opposite the swervies. You know you're getting quality when you don't get the grunts. This is The Drop on your very first sampled Funk and Soul Thursday night.
the drop returns here as we wind down our first hour of the very first sampled and amped Thursday evening soiree. Dano here, Studio 2 GFNHQ, still feels shiny and new in this season opening week. Let's get to what we just let simmer for a bit. Up first was Chicano Batman to open that last block with Passed You By. An earlier work after the L.A.-based band released their Invisible People LP earlier this year, this one dropped in 2017 called Freedom is Free, which was their third on the heels of their self-titled debut in 2010 and 2014's Cycles of Existential Rhyme. Now after that was Kelly Finnegan with a very new track called No Time to Be Sad. This just dropped a couple of days ago along with the announcement of A Joyful Sound, Kelly's third album in just over 18 months. The Christmas-themed album will be a reflection on the better days that lie ahead and creating a joyous atmosphere in what has been a super rough year for almost everyone. Now after that was Duran Jones and The Indications with an earlier track called Giving Up. This is off the band's self-titled debut album. While they were still students at Indiana University in the U.S., the album was produced for around $400 and a case of beer just to let you know how far those two things in conjunction can get you in today's economy. Now heading into the halftime break, we got a bit of an extended old school cut that any of you 90s hip-hop fans will recognize the sample of, maybe just by the first adjective there in the title. Up next is Mtume with Juicy Fruit, and that's going to do it for our first half tonight. But stay tuned as we welcome Dan Lloyd shortly to blow out the speakers tonight with our Amped feature. This is The Drop on your sampled and amped Thursday evening, and it is halftime. I've had a few, but 
on the drop here as we are about to light off part three of our new sampled and amped Thursday night. Dan Lloyd, this must feel very strange for you. I mean, it's like five, six years you've been doing Wednesday nights, so it's a little foreign right now. I'm usually in bed by this time on a, on a Thursday, I, I gotta say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it is weird. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it's, it's, it's great to be here again for a new season, and uh, I'm, I'm glad you kept me on, man. I yeah. really enjoy oh, this I, segment. I, of and, course uh, I'm keeping you on. I mean, are you kidding me? Hey. You're the rock guru. Come on. So what are we going to start with tonight on this initial voyage in the Amped universe? We are going to kick off with a brand new track from the Swedish band Refused. They have a new EP coming out in November. It's called The Malignant Fire, and this is the lead single from that EP. It's called Born on the Outs. Ah, yes. My life story. This is the drop on your all-new Amped Thursday night. Going to take me a while to get used to saying that. Some riddle, what is the matter when there 
Drop returns here in part three, and it is our amped Thursday night. Dan Lloyd is here in the studio feeling strange because usually he would be sleeping at this hour on Thursdays, but I think he'll power through. It'll be okay. We just heard Refused with Born on the Outs. 
So anything further we want to say about this maestro? Um, they've had a pretty busy year so far. Uh, they have been releasing music under the name Samurai yeah, for yeah, the yeah. upcoming uh, video game Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. That's out in a couple of weeks, man. I am a big gamer, and I cannot wait yeah, for that okay. to come out. I'm so excited. Keanu Reeves in a video game. Yeah, that is weird, isn't it? I know. It's going to be cool. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, they've got a new EP out under their regular name, Refused. Every time Refuse bring out a new track, I always go back to their 98 album, The Shape of Punk to Come, because oh, it is one of the best albums in <laughs> yeah. any genre, period. Of all time. And um, like nothing they've released, including the song we just heard, matches up to that, because, I mean, honestly, what can? But uh, yeah, it's, it's a decent track, and uh, looking forward to more music from these guys, and uh, yeah, can't wait for Cyberpunk, too. Yeah. And, now, this is the Nas syndrome, right? Nas comes out with Illmatic, and nothing can ever measure up past that. Like, he puts out album after album afterwards, and it's just like, you go back to Illmatic, and it's just like, wow, that was so good. Everything else just doesn't kind of measure up. Yeah, it's that curse it's of that the perfect one moment album. where they capture lightning yeah. in a bottle, yeah. and uh, they spend the rest of their careers trying to chase it again, yeah. but they never get there. Yeah, exactly. All right, so Fuzz is up next with Mirror. Tell us more, Maestro. Fuzz is a L.A. power trio featuring one of the most prolific musicians in the indie rock scene, Ty yeah. Siegel, on drums and vocals and uh, a couple of other guys, too. They're releasing their third album, which is called Three, Very this original. week. Yeah. It is. And uh, this is the third single from that album. It is called Mirror. Uh, check out the video, if you can, on YouTube. It is uh, directed by a guy called Joshua Erkman. And uh, he took the guys out into the California desert for a very, very creepy uh, video. But, um, you know, we've mentioned this a lot during the pandemic that uh, music videos are, are kind of... They've taken a downturn in quality. Oh, and I mean, you can understand why because of the pandemic. No one can go anywhere. But right. uh, when bands kind of push the boundaries, uh, we saw with Mets last week, they put out a video which was shot in Queenstown, New Zealand. They're always Gorgeous pushing the envelope video. with their videos, aren't and, they? And uh, yeah. yeah, this video is really cool. It's very creepy and uh, yeah, very well done. And it's good to see bands and directors with a sense of imagination uh, during these times. When, I agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's something that is very few and far between, though. I think there needs to be more innovation going on with the social distancing you need to follow. All right. So Cloud Nothings is after Fuzz with Am I Something? Tell us more. Yeah, this is a new single from Cloud Nothings, who've already put out an album this year. Yeah. They recorded an album in quarantine. And uh, it was received quite well, but I really didn't care for it. I thought it was mm -hmm. really dull and kind of uh, lacking in energy. Uh, but this is a, from a new album, which is called The Shadow I Remember, which comes out in February of next year, uh, recorded and produced by Steve Albini, mm -hmm. who um, produced what I think is their best album, uh, Attack on Memory back in 2012. Mm. Uh, amazing producer, produced Nirvana yes. and yeah. uh, one of the best out there. Yeah. Yeah. Also produced uh, the new album by Laura Jane Grace, which mm. we heard a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Uh, this track's really cool too, and also it's got a really creepy video as well uh, in a completely different <laughs> way to the fuzz. Honestly, I can't make it through the video, it's too creepy for me. It's this weird kind of animated, creepy figures like, like a, a Beatles 
magical mystery tour had gone, gone totally satanic yes, or something. With, yeah. with, with on a bad trip, <laughs> not, not on yeah. a good LSD. Everyone's happy and holding hands. This yeah, is a, this is a trip gone wrong. Uh, yeah, but uh, well, it's that time of the year, you know. But it's a good song. It's a good song, and I'm looking forward to uh, this new project from Cloud Nothings uh, much more than I enjoyed their previous album, which came out earlier this year. Okay, outstanding. So just to recap for the listeners, up next is Fuzz with Mirror, and then it's Cloud Nothings with Am I Something, and that is going to do it for the next block, but stick around. We've got a couple more tunes to play before the end of the half hour and our first part three of the new Amped Thursday era, so stay tuned.
Drop returns here in part three for the final air break of our initial 30 minutes of rock mayhem here on our new Thursday home. Dan Lloyd is here in the studio with me. My name is Dano, in case you needed to know. And just to recap, Fuzz was up first with Mirror in that last block, and then it was Cloud Nothings with Am I Something? Question I ask myself all the time, Dan Lloyd. So tell us, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, some really interesting kind of interactive stuff they're giving to the fans here with this tune automation. That is true. Yes, the Melbourne, Australia band King Gizzard are back with their first studio album in over a year. So that's like, you know, 10 years for a lot of other bands. Possibly 20. Uh, The album's called (laughs) KG. 
uh, which stands for King Gizzard, yeah. which uh, I didn't realize until uh, I kind of put two and two together because KG to me is <laughs> Kyle Gass from Tenacious D. Um, yeah. And uh, anyway, the lead single is called Automation. We're going to hear that in just a second. But the cool thing is they've put out not only the single, but also the individual music stems, the instruments, you know, in isolation for fans, for listeners, for budding producers to remix the track as they see fit. Yeah, and, uh, awesome. A few artists have done that over the years. Um, Radiohead famously did it yeah. with uh, their song Reckoner mm-hmm. back in 2011. Grimes has done it recently with uh, one of her tracks. And yeah. uh, I think it's awesome it's great. When, uh, when bands do this because uh, it's sharing and it's kind of giving the fans an opportunity to interpret their music in a new way. Yeah. And uh, the track itself, I think, is really cool. It's kind of a mix between like their microtonal stuff and uh, their classic like, garage rock stuff. Mm. So it's it's a cool song, much better than the recent output from King Gizzard, and uh, very much looking forward to KG when it does drop, probably later this year. We don't have a release date yet. Yeah, but they're putting the album on like pre-orders tomorrow, right? That's true, yeah. You yeah. can pre-order the album, and uh, the release date will be... You know, Sometime in, in the future. Weeks, yeah. maybe days. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with automation. After that is Inhaler with When It Breaks to finish off part three. So, Maestro, tell us about this last cut. Yeah, uh, Inhaler is a band from Dublin, Ireland, and their claim to fame is the lead singer from Inhaler is the son of Bono from U2. And uh, we played a track earlier this year, which I thought was really great. This one, not so much. It kind of straddles the line between the bombastic arena rock of like the killers with like too cool for school garage rock of like the strokes Uh and in my opinion those two styles are at odds with each other and it doesn't really come off but there's a lot of potential with this band they're yet to release their debut album i often give a lot of uh, artists who are children of famous singers and famous musicians yeah yeah. i give them a you know kind of a hard time yeah um most people do i think for for good reason though because you know a lot of them are just riding the coattails of their parents you know yeah you got to think of people like kelly osborne and uh, (laughs) most of the beatles kids and Al, and, and Al, um, no doubt. But I, I think there's something about this band that's uh, that's got a lot of potential. This song is not really doing it for me, but uh, keep an eye on this band because uh, I think they're destined for big things. Okay, well, very good. Now we've got a pair of tunes to play here before the end of our initial Part 3 foray in the new season. Up first is Automation by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Inhaler is after that with When It Breaks. That is going to do it for Part 3, but stick around. We've got another half hour to go here in Part 4. This is The Drop.
You're listening to GFN in Gwangju and Yasu. Hidden Heroes of the Democratization Movement The Police's Measures in Response to the Demonstrations. There were some police officers who struggled for the safety of the citizens and to prevent any damages upon the general public. The Gwangju of May, back 40 years ago, was full of the citizens crying out for the withdrawal of the martial law and for democratization to take place. As the emergency martial law had extended across the country, the new martial military started to counteract toward the citizens in a harsh manner. An Byung-ha, the police chief in charge of the Jeonnam region's police of the time, was imposed of such pressures. However, he was concerned for the lives and safety of the general citizens, much more so than his own safety. An made sure the police officers within the region tried best to prevent any casualties. Also, he ordered for the minimum measures of harsh acts against the students. Furthermore, An rejected the martial authorities' orders for the police to be armed and respond in strong manners toward the citizens. However, the 68 police officers, including An, were evaluated for operation failure and abandonment of work. An was forced to hand in his resignation. Eventually, he passed away in self-blame and the world's critics, for he was unable to protect his subordinates. We must, however, never forget these democratic police who sacrificed everything for the safety and lives of the public. Drop is back, and we are about to light up part four of our Amped Thursday night. And I keep kind of hesitating when I say Thursday. I want to say Wednesday, but no, it is a new season. It is our Amped Thursday night, our sampled and Amped Thursday night. So what do we have to start part four with, my man? We're going to kick off with another banger. This is a new track from the venerable L.A. Punk's Bad Religion. They've Mm. got a new single out, which is called What Are We Standing For? just in time for the U.S. presidential election. Indeed. Yes, I've noticed this pattern going on over the past few weeks. This is The Drop on your Amped Thursday night. Yes, I know how to take control. Don't let it phase you. I'm like a laser. Ready to read your soul. Political gun. 
The drop returns here in part four, ladies and gentlemen. It is our all new, but not very new, Amped Thursday night. We have moved from Wednesday to Thursday. My name is Dano. The same guy is still on the show, though. That is Dan Lloyd across the desk from me. We just heard Bad Religion with What Are We Standing For? Part of the, I don't know, election run-up of music and anti-Trump tunes that are coming out. Eh, is it going to change anybody's mind? I doubt it. But, you know... You kind of need a soundtrack to pump up your side of the argument, I think. And, you know, music is always good for uh, yeah, electioneering. One of the coolest stories I read this week was uh, the Beastie Boys uh, famously yes. um, don't allow their music to be used for commercial purposes mm-hmm. or, or any kind of promotional yeah. thing. They actually uh, sanctioned the use of their song Sabotage to the Biden campaign, Yes, which I thought was, was awesome. Absolutely. Because, Absolutely. I mean, it seems every day... Uh, you read something about some musician or some singer who's filing a cease and desist against the Trump campaign, <laughs> the for, Trump using, campaign yeah. for using their music. Yeah, what um, about uh, Trump stepping off the plane to uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival's uh, yeah, Fortunate Son? It's like, were you doing this for the biographical nature of the song, or you just haven't listened to it, have you? It's, it's weird. It's classic. It's Reagan using Born in the USA all over again. <laughs> yeah. All right, now, Swami John Rice is up next with I Hate My Neighbors in the Yellow House. <laughs> Indeed, those people are jerks, man. Tell us more. Uh, John Reese is one of my musical heroes. He has been in dozens of bands over the years. Um, some of my favorite bands as well, Drive Like Jehu, Rocket from the Crypt, and uh, more recently, Hot Snakes mm. as well. And he's got a new solo album coming out very soon. No release date as of yet, uh, but this is a cool track from that album. Uh, he's also got a new project, apparently, called Plosives, which is a cool, cool <laughs> band name uh, featuring his uh, ex Rocket from the Crypt bandmate Atom Willard, who's currently the drummer for Against Me. So, mm. um, yeah, I love this guy. He's one of the uh, few rock musicians that I've actually met in person as oh. well. So, was he yeah. nice or was he a jerk? He was really nice. He's, yeah, he seems like such a 
It was only in passing. It was a, a record signing back in, over in London, mm -hmm. and uh, he, he was really nice. And he'd yeah. just come off stage, and uh, yeah. Seems uh, like a really down-to-earth guy, though. I yeah, mean. yeah. And, uh, you know, music, he's, again, a lot of uh, prolific musicians on tonight's show. Ty Siegel, King Gizzard, and uh, John Reese is, uh, is up there with the best of them. He seems to put out new music on a monthly basis, and it's yeah. all, almost always great. Yeah, so many projects on the run, too. All right, so Faith No More, I mean, a pretty prolific band here as well, is up next with We Care A Lot. So, yeah. interesting title here. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. We Care A Lot. Yeah. Tell this, us more. Uh, this is a classic tune from Faith No More. Um, 1987, it came out. Um, before Very Mike, early. Yeah, before Mike Patton joined the band. Chuck Mosley really? was the lead singer huh. at the time. Uh, the reason we're playing this is, uh, is a sad reason, though, because uh, a guy called Bob Biggs, who was the founder of LA independent label Slash Records and also a visual artist, has sadly passed away at the age of 74 due to complications from dementia. Mm. Uh, he founded the label Slash Records, which put out releases by bands like The Germs, X, uh, Faith No More, Fear, Violent Femmes, and L7, among many others. Yeah. Uh, he also designed the cover of Faith No More's debut album, Introduce Yourself, and directed the We Care A Lot video. So he was a hugely influential figure in the um, Californian punk scene during the 1980s, and uh, I'm sure a lot of people are very, very saddened by his passing. Yeah, that is quite a list just of the bands. That is amazing stuff. All right, so we've got Faith No More with We Care A Lot. Prior to that, in the next block, we have Swami John Reese with I Hate My Neighbors in the Yellow House. That is going to do it for the next block, but stick around. we got two more tunes before the end of the show, and this is The Drop on your Sampled and Amped Thursday night.
The drop returns here in part four. It is our final air break of our opening foray into the new season. It is our Amped Thursday. In case you're getting confused and you're looking at the calendar, Dan Lloyd is still here, though. My name's Dano, so we still got that going for us, Yay. which is pretty great. Swami John Reese was up first with I Hate My Neighbors in the Yellow House. I think I said rice at the beginning. And then it was Faith No More with We Care A Lot. So Metallica is up next for Whom the Bell Tolls, and then we've got the Cranberries with Zombie. Tell us what is up with these two selections, my friend. Yeah, we're going to talk about Miley Cyrus yeah, of course. On, on the Rock Hour. I mean, we talk about her all the time on this hour. No, I mean, nothing's more rocking than Miley Cyrus. <laughs> She's a wrecking ball. Oh, yeah. And, uh, well, the reason we're playing these two tunes is uh, she appeared at the SOS Fest over the last weekend, and uh, she got a lot of praise for her choice of cover versions that she performed during mm. her live set. Uh, she covered The Cure, and she also did a really, really solid version of Zombie by the Cranberries. And uh, it was so good, in fact, that uh, the surviving members of the Cranberries praised it and said that Dolores O'Riordan would have been very proud of that cover. It was a pretty good cover. And uh, yeah, of course, Dolores O'Riordan passed a couple of years ago. Yeah. And uh, Zombie has been. It's been a big song over the last uh, 12 months because the band Bad Wolves, of course, did that cover, which I thought was uh, very, very average. But uh, it's a great tune in its own right. They just kind of sprinkled the American rock radio uh, over it, and uh, it became a huge hit all over again. Uh, but the reason we're playing Metallica is apparently Miley Cyrus is currently working on a full album of Metallica covers. That is amazing to me. Uh, yeah, it is to me too. <laughs> uh, she's already covered Nothing Else Meadows at a, uh, a live performance uh, a couple of years ago, but uh, there's not too many kind of ballady Metallica songs she can go to. There's that and there's uh, The Unforgiven. Unforgiven is what I was thinking of. But apart from that, you've got to go to the pretty rocking stuff. So yeah. I would hope that she would kind of really dig deep into the back catalog of Metallica and uh, pull out some of the, the all-time classics. And I think, you know, with the right production team behind her, she could probably do a pretty good job. Uh, my pick for her to sing would be uh, this track, For Whom the Bell Tolls, from okay. 1984's Ride the Lightning, one of the, uh, yeah. the, the better Metallica albums. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But uh, yeah, Miley Cyrus doing Metallica, look forward to that. Yeah, interesting, man. Just an interesting kind of selection of covers she's going through. I don't know. We're really getting into the mature Miley phase here, I guess. I think we're in full peak mature Miley. All right, so just to recap for the listeners, up first is Metallica with For Whom the Bell Tolls, and I hope Miley Cyrus is listening. This guy knows what he's talking about across the desk for me. And then it's the Cranberries with Zombie. That is going to do it for the show. Dan Lloyd, our first foray on Thursday night. Go get some sleep, brother. Thank you, man. I'll see you next week. All right. Outstanding. I'd like to thank you, the listener, as well. Before I go, it is an honor and a privilege to be playing two hours of good, diverse tunes for the city of Guangzhou and all of the Honam area each and every night. Up next are the fabulous, talented, and lovely ladies from Listen to China for the 10 to 11 p.m. shift. My name is Dan O. Keep on keeping on. Hey.